0: Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media to make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Glory be to the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit now and ever in the ages of all ages, Amen. I'd like to start by wishing uh, our mom's Happy Mother's Day and uh, especially our Mother Saint Mary for her love for humanity and her love that she devoted to us through our Lord Jesus Christ as his mother and as our Holy Mother, the Mother of God the Incarnate. Also, today is a special day in the church. On May 14th, we commemorate a special saint named Saint Dulegi. We have a, a relic of hers here in the church. And she's also an amazing example of motherhood. Her story is remarkable because, just to give you a quick uh, summary, when they came to uh, kill the Christians from her town of Esna in Upper Egypt, she, she was a widow of four, with four sons. So she wanted to ensure her sons would not weaken in the faith. So when they came to kill her, they said, my sons first. So she had them beheaded on her lap so that they can be strong until their, 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 their death, their martyrdom. So she left this, she bored, this, watching her children die this way to ensure their eternal life. So moms are a very important part of our life, aren't they? So our dads, of course, but since it's Mother's Day, we think of that today and we look at what is this meaning of the light of the world? Jesus Christ, our Lord, said today, I am the light of the world. And in many passages in the gospel of today, he spoke of him being the light. What is this light of the world? We think of light, the Lord gives us this introduction to today's gospel. We'll just look at it really quick together. He gives us this introduction and tells us, you have this light for now, abide in it. So in other words, it says in the gospel reading, a little while longer, the light is with you. Walk while you have the light, lest darkness overtake you. He who walks in darkness does not know where he is going. I, I was thinking about this and I thought how we look at the day, the day, our cycle of the day. In the winter, the day is shorter. And as the sun begins to set, we rush to finish and catch up on our day. we say, oh, the day is very short. Of course, in the summer, the days are longer. We have a longer day. We do. We think we're doing more. But we're constantly focusing on the daylight that we have to do the things we need to do. Uh, This is a a reminder for us to think, what is it that I do with my day? The Lord is not giving us this to scare us, but to remind us of the importance of the time we have now. Like St. Dulagi, for example, she was thinking about the time she had with her children, and she was telling herself, their eternal life is my focus. Where does a person get this from? Where does a person begin to understand that the life on earth is not an eternal one. It's a a sojourn. It's temporary. It's a transition. How can I learn from these people, these saints that have preceded us to look at life here on earth not just as we go, today is Sunday, tomorrow is Monday, but Today is preparation for eternity. And if tomorrow comes, it's also preparation for eternity. And if Tuesday comes, it's also preparation for eternity. Everything else that we can do on earth is the sequence of life, the nature of life, but but it's not representative of my eternity. If I don't focus on the eternal life, what happens? I can get completely lost. That's why the Lord says he walks in darkness, does not know where he's going. I can find myself completely lost while you have the light believe in the light that you may become sons of light it's it's a process we're not automatically like this but if we start to put our mind towards looking at the light of the world our Lord Jesus Christ understanding what he accomplished for us and what he's prepared for us from before the foundation of the world we become sons and daughters of light we start to Focus and prioritize on the things that matter most and more. It says something amazing and people say, I wish I, I wish I lived at the time when Jesus was on earth. I wish I could see him raise Lazarus from the dead. I wish I could see him bless the loaves and fish and feed thousands upon thousands. I wish I could have this, I wish I could have that. But there are those who were there and saw all of these things. And still, they didn't believe. Look at verse 37. But although he had done so many signs, see those words? So many. It's not like he did, you know, one sign, like, you know, a couple of people saw it and people told each other about it. No. Thousands saw the loaves and the fish. Thousands. And all kinds of quantity of people were told about it if they weren't there the day and ate of it. Many people saw many things. It says, so many signs before them, they did not believe in Him. They didn't believe in Him. Now, why is it they didn't believe in Him? Of course, St. John quotes Isaiah and tells us what Isaiah said, that the Lord has hardened their hearts and He caused their ears to be dull and their sight they don't see because that's the choice they have made deep within their heart. That's why it reminds us of that special parable the Lord Jesus gives about the rich man and Lazarus in Saint Luke 16. And in this parable, you see at the end, Lazarus is with Abraham in paradise. The rich man is in torment in Hades. And he's asking Abraham, please send Lazarus to cool my tongue. He says, well, he can't come over on this side. He said, well, okay, if he can't come to me, please send them to my brothers so that they can be saved from this so that they don't end up in here as well. Because my brothers are in the same kind of darkness as I am, although still on earth. So they walk and they live and they eat and they drink and they do. But the light of Christ or the light of the truth that Jesus wants to give is not a priority for them. So Abraham said, they have Moses. They have the law. They have the word. Let them read it. The word is there. They can read it and believe in it and learn from it. So He said, no, no, but if you send Lazarus, they will believe. So again, Abraham basically says, if they don't believe Moses, if they don't believe the words, they won't be compelled to believe even if one were to rise from the dead. And that's how the parable ends. Even if one were to rise from the dead, they still won't believe. And Jesus was saying that also prophetically about his death and resurrection because he also, as you know, rose from the dead. And still, many to this day don't believe, don't want to believe. The resurrection is completely your choice. The life of the resurrection is a choice. It's either I believe or not. I can choose one or the other. So it says, although he had done so many signs before them, they did not believe in him. And let's go on further. It says, Verse 42, this one always I find incredible, amazing. Nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in Him. See, the word many is placed more than once. Many saw the signs. And here, many believed in Him. So wait a minute. It sounds almost contradictory, right? Verse 37, so many signs, they did not believe in Him. But later on, it says in verse 42, Nevertheless, even among the rulers, many believed in Him. So that sounds like good news. They did believe. That's great. But no, they didn't. There was a problem. But because of the Pharisees, they did not confess him, lest they should be put out of the synagogue, for they loved the praise of men more than the praise of God. Verse 43 is for every one of us to think about. The light is before us. The light of Christ, our Lord, is there. Are there other things that could be blinding me from seeing that light? For example... For them, the praise of men or making sure that they have their distinction or reputation in society meant more to them than following Jesus. That's why we saw people like we hear of Nicodemus, we hear of Joseph of Arimathea, following Jesus. But then these ones, we don't know what happens to them at the end. We don't hear of them. And it's too bad because they believed. They actually did believe. We Pray with me today and say, Lord, grant us to be dazzled by your light. Not by the light or lesser lights of this world. Like by distractions of this world. There are so many things that distract us from the true light. He says, I am the light of the world. He who comes to me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. What is the light of life? The light of life, like we spoke about previously, is... Peace in the heart, joy in the heart, searching for God from the depths of my heart, saying, Lord, I do not want to follow anything other than you. This is a, a focus, focusing on the true light. They love the praise of men more than the praise of God. What is there something that I could be loving more than the praise of God, which could be blinding me from seeing him? So... Again, in verse 46, he ends and he says, I have come as a light into the world that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. This is the love of Jesus manifested for us, telling us, follow me that you may abide in light, that you may abide in peace, that you may be able to discern between good and evil, between good and better, that you may be able to walk in integrity all the days of your life as you prepare yourself for an eternal life not just for the temporary life. Let's pray for one another today and say like people like Saint Dulegi, ask her to pray for us. The way she was ready to offer herself and her children in preparation for an eternal salvation. Let's pray that we can believe truly in this light, not just hear about it, think about it, and then it just goes away with the next distraction of the day. Let's pause and ponder and say, Lord, you are the light of the world. Open my eyes and my heart. Open my eyes and my heart. Enlighten my heart and my eyes to see you and to follow you and not let any other thing on earth take your place that I may not love any other thing other than your praise and everything else can be loved properly through you. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.